0: Right, Jacob. Um it's episode 50, man. We're we're already oh. at 50. Yeah, that's crazy. We're we're growing up so fast. And uh we just want to you know recognize this real quick. Thank you to everyone who's been listening to us. And if this is your first time listening, hello. This is the Misfit Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 50. 50 burger.
1: About to and, retire.
0: We just want to recognize it because there was like a huge dump of views that was on Anchor this weekend or this week. And I was like, uh, I texted you and I was like, Jacob, bro, <laughs> did you just see what happened? So thank you to everyone that's been listening. I honestly thought like four people were listening, uh, Jacob, myself and the wives, but Looks like people are kind of enjoying
1: this. So thank you. So we really do appreciate that. Or at least they turn it on when they're trying to put their kids to bed. They're like, listen to these two idiots. They'll calm you, soothe you, which is a mistake.
0: <laughs> I like the one whose picks are always losing in the sleepers.
1: Hey, you shut your <laughs> mouth. Be nice to yourself. I'm
0: self-deprecating, which I read an article today that apparently that's something Gen Zers are trying to get rid of out of millennials. It's not happening. It's not happening. You're not. Look, my wife loves Harry Potter and I like self-deprecating humor. Okay, it's just it's just what's going to (laughs) happen.
1: That's what makes life go around. It really does. It really does. And with
0: that, speaking of self-deprecating humor, um, I guess Kelton's just a glutton for punishment. What what is going on with these trades? I'm sorry, Kelton, I'm not trying to call you out. But what's what's going on here? I, 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 I want to understand the, 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 the logic is. behind this. Maybe it was like a quick Twitch pull when I saw it, but I was just like, what?
1: what is going on with these trades? I don't know. I don't know what the problem is here. Like, I mean, I just, I don't see the issue. I mean, you, you can go further into it. I don't see a problem with it. I thought it was great. I loved it. My, my, my app's frozen. I'm trying to pull it up. Here we go. I mean, okay. Yeah, there you go. You, you do that. I'm going to look at my other computer real quick. Just, right. just let the world know what's going to be on my team. Oh, boy. All right, let's see here. It's amazing, by the way.
0: All right, so Kelton got Brandon Cooks. Wait,
1: no, that's uh, not. No, it. That's a different one. Wait, is this for Empire? Dead guy. Yeah, it. this is Empire. This is the one where your boy's about to have uh, a, some, an amazing lineup. Okay. Just I don't know how just, much money you gave to uh, Kelton, but. I didn't. Not I sent him a text and I said, hey are you feeling crazy? And he said, yes. And then that's what I knew I had hit gold. <laughs> so Jacob traded for Christian McCaffrey, Chuba Hubbard
0: and Sam Darnold. So the Carolina Panthers backfield and Kelton received Carson Wentz, Damon Harris and Elijah Mitchell.
1: Yeah. Uh, reminder, this isn't, this is a two quarterback league. So Carson Wentz, who has been playing good, much better than Sam Darnold, who was his other starter. True. So that True. was one kicker. Then Elijah Mitchell and uh, Damian Harris are both playing. Christian McCaffrey is currently not playing, and he needed an or he wanted another running back. So I sent him two running backs for technically Chuba Hubbard at the current moment, even though, I mean, Christian McCaffrey also was just, you know, a little throw in the back half of the deal. I loved it. The second he said he would do it, I was like, okay, what? yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm
0: sure you were loving it. I I just looked at this and I was like, wow, really?
1: was great, and, Cotton.
0: And and the more I look at it, I'm kind of thinking, you know, he he was looking to shake up his team. I, I get where he's coming from. He's at he's he's sitting currently at eight. And it looks like, is he gonna win this week? No. So he's, he's lost this week. So he's gone to three and five. Ooh, I'm going to go to three and five. All right. Really so cool. that's probably another. the reason he was probably feeling crazy because he's going, he's going crazy. And it's like Elijah Mitchell. That's a good pickup. He's been healthy. He's been on a little bit of a little bit, a little bit of a, a, a role here. Oh yeah. he is. But if Christian McCaffrey comes back, he is without a doubt the number one running back in the league sans Derrick Henry. All right, which will which we will get into Maybe. that in a minute. And I'm sure you have an epic rant to discuss on that. I kind of teased that in, in the uh, in the chat going. Uh, yeah, J.D.'s about to, to go
1: off on this uh, Tuesday's. episode. I mean, I'm just saying that I'm a happy camper because like. So first off, you're happy Kel- for injuries. No, for my own empire oh. team. Oh, OK, OK, because listen, so <laughs> Kelton, he got three starters that he immediately played this week, all of which put in a good return for yes. this week. He's pushing playoffs. He needs to manufacture wins. I don't. I'm currently 7-0. Notice I said currently. I'm currently 7-0, so I can take yep. this risk. And then, so after Christian McCaffrey eventually comes back from IR, I'll have a lineup, you know, the, the main features. I'll just, I'll read it off. It'll be Tom Brady and Dak Prescott at quarterback one and two. James Robinson, Christian McCaffrey at running backs. Then Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams as my two wide receiver flexes. With Darren Waller with my tight end and then whoever the heck I want to throw in at my flex spots. Like, listen, I'm stoked that I pretty much have one, two, three for guaranteed pretty much first round picks in almost any league. that will be on my roster. I'm not saying I've won a championship because that's a long ways down the road, but it's feeling pretty good. <sighs>
0: well, you know, it, it is that time of year and oh, yeah, it's we're...
1: Christmas season. November first. Welcome to Christmas season,
0: dude. I had a, I, we went curtain shopping this weekend because they put up Christmas lights like three days before Halloween, and yep. it was it was like the Griswolds and God said, "Let there be light," and uh, <laughs> boy was there light at one a.m. And so oh my I God. told the misses, I was like, "We're gonna go." She was like, "We're getting curtains," and I was like, "Could not agree more." We're getting
1: blackout curtains, my dear.
0: Oh yeah, we got blackout curtains. We were trying to decide between light gray and charcoal, and I was like, "Let's go." Darker color because we don't know if it's currently completely blackout. So it was good to get the, uh, the charcoal there and let's take a look here. So yeah, playoffs are right around the corner. People are making trades left and right. Of course, Jacob is making his usual trades. And one of the things that I wanted to get into next was talking about the injury bug that's been hitting. They've calling it the, um, Uh, it's it was terrible. I mean, Jameis Winston went down, Derrick Henry went down, Sam Darnold has a concussion, Calvin Ridley is out, looks like for the rest of the uh, rest of the season. And no,
1: potentially just the next couple weeks, we never know.
0: Okay, Jameis is officially done, Derrick Henry is looking like he's done. They signed Adrian Peterson. So, Jacob, my question to you is one, it's terrible, you know, which team, you know. If you're an owner of those players specific, I mean, Derek Henry, I mean, that's your season right there. I mean, that's a number one, top five player, top three player potentially, I feel like in drafting when you lose something like that. And especially in, in a dynasty league, um, especially if you won it last year, yes, we are talking about you, Austin hint, hint, (laughs) you know, what, what are you supposed to do to be able to replace that? granted he still has a great, terrific team behind him. You know, is he going to have to put a lot of fab to go get an Adrian Peterson, go get the backup,
1: you know, well, what the backup's some of them... on some my team? Just saying.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, what do you, what do you got to do to go, go get place like that?
1: I mean, I'm just so like, basically if I'm in Austin situation, cause his thing is he needs running backs because now the only healthy running backs he has on his roster is Aaron Jones period. Oh, is because, that wow. well, okay. yeah, because he has Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, Kylan Hill, and then Saquon Barkley. OK, he only has four running backs on his roster. So his situation is pretty dire, which is with like, first off, Derrick Henry, I hope it's because it's not like season ending, like it's like fantasy season ending, because right now the windows, I think they're projecting it's like eight to 10 weeks. And with this being November, they're like, we're going to bring him back at the playoffs pretty much because they're guaranteed lock for playoffs because they're going to win their division because they swept the Colts. Yeah. And then then there's the other two teams. They got so, I mean, in um, back pocket. Yeah. Unless they just absolutely crap the bed, they're making the playoffs. And I think that's when the Yeti makes his return. or sorry. Predator dreads makes his return. I so want it on I, a
0: T-shirt so bad.
1: I can do it. We can do it.
0: Predator but Dreads.
1: I feel like if you're the Derek Henry manager, you are <laughs> you're crying first off. If it's dynasty, honestly, I would see, I would go ahead and probably trade them for a couple first if you could get it, because you know, there's still going to be some manager somewhere that's going to be all in for next season. See what you can get. If you can't get a price that you want, you just put them on the IR and you try to manage the rest of the year. Because if you have them on your roster, you're most likely a contending roster. Yeah. So that means you're in full blown like buy mode. You're trying to find, you know, whatever player you can get for whatever price to slip into that spot. But of course, you know, your entire team just took like three steps down after you're missing who's one of the, who's been like what probably the best running back in fantasy this year so far. I think he's ranked number one. Yeah, no question. Back. No question. And then I'm gonna I'll toot my own horn like cautiously because he's not making two thousand yards this year. Uh, sadly. <laughs> sadly.
0: I mean I mean, you're the one that called it. It was like he can't, I'd he say, can't keep this up.
1: See <laughs> it, I said that he couldn't keep it up because he is still a human. I know that he is like as close to as immortal as a person can get on this planet, but he still is flesh and, and bone. Tebow. Oh, my God. T-Bro <laughs> can just do whatever he wants. But so that's why it's one of those things of I knew it would catch up with him eventually. I didn't want it to happen like this, but this was, you know. It would have been 300, I think it'd be 400 plus touches three years in a row that he was on pace for. Yeah. I mean, he he was was averaging almost 30 carries a game. Oh my God.
0: (laughs) Did someone call 1978? I feel like Earl Cramble's going, well, there went my hips again. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, So my next question on that is uh, for fantasy owners of say a Julio Jones, I'm going to be selfish here. uh, (laughs) And AJ Brown, a Ryan Mm -hmm. Tannehill. What does it say for those players? Does Mike Vrabel go, all right, we have a 37-year-old Adrian Peterson walking into the door who he's is going to potentially help us out. And limping but, into the door. Yeah, um, li- literally walked in the door. There was like angels <laughs> and smoke and doves flying everywhere. And like, oh, look, he's here. Um, you know, do you see
1: the production of a Julio Jones picking up?
0: Oh, yeah. Ryan Tannehill, is he going to be throwing it oh, yeah. 30, 35 times a game?
1: I think if this this is a smart coaching staff, they're going from a "we're going to run the ball 36 times a game" approach to "we're going to throw the ball 46 times a game" approach, because you do have AJ Brown who's lighting the field on fire. You still have Julio Jones when he's out there. I mean, he's still Julio Jones. Okay, I think you just let him take his time to make sure he's 100% before you reintroduce him into the offense. But I think you transition this team from a ground and pound—you know, we're going to literally grind you to into dust with predator dreads—to We're now going to do the ballet. We're going to finesse ourselves around you. We're going to do, you know, pick up six, seven yards on slants, quick outs, smoke screens, the occasional post, you know, deep post AJ Brown. I think they're just going to try to find a way to manufacture yards. And so in their next game, I can honestly see whatever, whoever they're playing, because I can't think it off the top of my head and my computer won't load, but uh, their next game, I can see them taking a step backwards just until they figure it out. Because, I mean, they need to go through an entire offensive shift in order to, like, maintain level. You're Are they playing who,
0: Jacksonville? Who? No. They're in L.A. playing the Rams on Sunday night. So, you get Vaughn Miller hey. and Aaron Donald. Speaking hey. of a trade.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> trade he, deadline. Jeez. So, I definitely would be picking <laughs> the Los Angeles Rams to win next game. But I think that it's going to take oh, them a second man. to reestablish their – uh their identity on offense, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be like all like, yes, I'm stoked. I have his immediate backup, but the entire workload's not going to Jeremy Nichols, the entire workload's not going to Adrian Peterson. It's going to be like a 50, 50 timeshare yeah. until one horse, you know, emerges faster than the other one victorious Um, on the four
0: deep roster. I know we're kind of, kind of diving deep in here, but I'm, I'm I really want to know about this. For waiver wire pickup purposes, wide receiver three, wide receiver four. If you're trying to find a non-zero, potentially kind of going fishing. I mean, th- does Tennessee have that potential now with them going probably potentially three wide
1: every play? I think it would definitely be looking into see if Josh Reynolds is floating around out there somewhere because he or is trade for him. I mean, or trade if you're for smart him. smart dynasty owner get rid of him. I wouldn't put too much into it. Because, I mean, there's also, you know, that Nick Westbrook, or however you say his name, I mean, much respect to him. But I I personally don't, I would want to see it before I invest too much into it. So if you are going to look at trying to, okay. yeah, if you're going to try to get, you know, that number three receiver, you might float a small offer, like a third round pick, or, you know, a couple of depth pieces just to see. But okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be ponying too much up for it.
0: And then, uh, obviously, with J- Jameis Winston going down, you have Trevor Simeon being an option. They're saying Taysom Hill's coming back. If, if you're someone looking on the waiver wire, are you saying, you know what, screw it, I'm rolling the dice, I'm putting 20 on each? I mean, what, what, are,
1: you, what are you doing here? I think, because I think the chatter right now is that Taysom Hill is supposed to come back this week, and so I feel like he's the guy that I'd be putting most of my fab towards because... I think he has a chance of potentially being a quarterback one, because if he can throw the ball halfway decent and run the ball, I mean, listen, if Jalen Hurts can be the number two overall quarterback, Taysom Hill can be the (laughs) number one. Okay. I'm just saying. Yes. That's a little facetious because you're not going to outpace Tom Brady, you know, the goat avocado himself. Oh no. But I, I definitely would rather have Taysom Hill over Trevor Simeon, unless you hear something crazy. It's like, oh no, he's not through the concussion protocol yet. So, I mean, I would still put my money on Taysom. And then with Sam Darnold, um, you know, are we looking at getting P.J. Walker? You're just okay. taking a dump and moving on. Unless you're me, who unfortunately I'm going to probably have to add P.J. Walker to have a playable quarterback this week. It is what it is. I mean, yes. Sam Darnold was a borderline starter in two quarterback leagues as it yep. was. Yeah. So I think if P.J. Walker comes in, if you're like me and you just are going to have to have someone to play a quarterback, it's the best you got. It's like, you know, you're walking through like, you know, Halloween happened on Sunday. You're walking through Walmart trying to find candy because you forgot the last moment. All they have left are those like 1980 Worthers. That's just horrible. Or like those black licorice candies. Ain't nobody want that. But if you're desperate, you're going to eat it anyways.
0: All righty. Let's uh, let's hit our sleepers real quick. And then we'll oh, whoa, hold on. Wait. Hold on.
1: Calvin Ridley. Oh. I'm just I'm going to explicitly say this. We wish you the best. Get yep. yourself right. We want you to come back and we want you to love the game of football. But if it turns out you don't, it's okay. I respect it. Get yourself right. But please come back because we like seeing you play football. But also, then, you know, from the fantasy slant of it, that entire offense is now pretty much going to be run through Kyle Cordero Pitts. Patterson, <laughs> Kyle Pitts. I mean, Russell Gage was the wide receiver one and he had goose last game. He didn't even have targets. I don't know. It was a bad game. They're playing a good Carolina defense, but still think Matt Ryan. He takes steps down. Think, you know, Kyle Pitts. He's more cemented as a guaranteed volume. I think he's probably going to average like 10 targets a game going forward because who else are going to throw the ball to? There's or someone Glenn that Patterson I can, for three touchdowns. is gonna to have like six targets and three TD. Now that he's on my roster, I hope it happens. <laughs> but it's one of those things of their team that I could see potentially sliding in and just getting some sort of veteran option or just signing someone because what's the record off the top of your head? You know, Aren't I think they're like, three and three. They're are three and three. This is week eight. So, so they're three be and three. Four. They're three and four. So I mean, they're still technically in the playoff hunt. Yeah. It's not like they're out of it by a long shot, but hopefully they're being, yeah, they're three and four. So hopefully they're taking the very analytical approach and saying, how much of a chance do we really have to make some noise? And hopefully if they sign someone, it's just, you know, old man Magoo or scrubby McGee to come in there and just take some targets. But anyways, Aiden Hurst. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe. Hopefully who
0: knows? All right. If he,
1: if he can't go in the IR spot, I will throw a fit and make it to where I can put him on the IR spot. All the leagues I'm commissioner of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. All righty. Well, with that, we're gonna get into our sleepers recap real quick, and then we're gonna go to a quick commercial break. So, Jacob. Um, this week, not too bad. Not too I'm bad. Okay we didn't it. have we didn't have too many stinkers, so that's good. Um, we're, let's start out let's start out with QB. So I had Matt Ryan. Uh, he was a little bit of a stinker, but he's still a starting quarterback. 29, boom. Oh, oh, you meant fantasy quarterback. Yeah, maybe yeah, not so yeah. much, but um <laughs>
1: yeah. It is what it is. It is. Uh, my quarterbacks I went with uh, was Carson Wentz and Trevor Lawrence. Carson Wentz was number 11, so you were happy if you started him pretty much anywhere because he was a starting quarterback. And then Trevor Lawrence was number 18. Uh, You know, he are okay if you started him in your two-quarterback leagues. And even if it was a one-quarterback, it's not like he sunk your team. And you didn't feel great, but at the same time, you weren't like, you know, yelling at the screen like you would if you started Matt Ryan.
0: Yeah, and I, I want to get into this um, later when we do the the game recap, but I really feel like Carson Wentz is starting to get some confidence here and reestablish him himself, even though they lost the game against Tennessee, spoiler alert, in a uh, fantastic <laughs> overtime game. But the fact that they went toe to toe with the Titans at full strength. That that speaks volumes, in my opinion, especially for oh, yeah. that team. All righty. So on running backs, I had Zach Moss. He went twenty-seven. Uh, they were playing the Dolphins. He didn't have as great of a game as the first go-around, but you know, still, still respectable. So I, I, I dig that.
1: I mean, it, it's it's not horrible. It wasn't what it was the first time they played Miami because that game was three to three at halftime or something like that. Yeah, I was watching. I was. <laughs> following
0: following the uh the sleeper app and i was just like what is going on because he wasn't going josh allen wasn't going and, and stefan diggs wasn't going obviously i am all all in on, on the That's empire true. empire league i kind of put the other three leagues in the in the uh the back seat and said <laughs> shut up <laughs> why he's got to go to work
1: <laughs> you're like five and two in the og league what's your issue
0: no 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 no, no. that's what i'm saying like i'm good with that and then oh, stranger okay, dangerous okay. is kind of like whatever no no just you. sitting them in the back all focuses on empire trying to figure out all right what are we doing here what do we doing got you. here and uh finally finally all kind of co- it's coming together man it's coming together keen allen had a little. good game that trade If i get another quarterback here with all hey, i family. need a
1: quarterback too no, I, I looked at how much fab you have. I have more than you. I know. That's unfortunate. But for my running back, I uh, chose, you know, a guy called Elijah Mitchell. Who's the running back six on the week. You're welcome, America. Oh, Start yeah. him. He killed it. Keep starting him. Don't sit him.
0: And then at wide receiver, I had Randall Cobb. You got so lucky. <laughs> Three catches, two touchdowns. Let's go.
1: Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Let's go. He was seventeen. Yeah, well, Michael Pitten was number two. Dang it! <laughs> Caught two touchdowns. That guy was a beast. And My other guy, Marvin Jones. Who I'm I'm quitting him. Kind of like you know, he won't quit you. He won't quit me, but it's okay. I'm quitting him. It's it's the girl you you just you know you used to be crazy about, and then all of a sudden you graduated from high school. She's crack went addict. To college, and you're like went, oh, okay. went to college now. She's addicted to crack. She looks <laughs> like the backside of a crack. Oh, I don't God, know, man. Bitch.
0: Where are we going with this?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Your tight end is up.
0: Uh, My my two tight ends. I had CJ Uzma. He was 17. By the way, it's Uzama. Uzama.
1: I thought it was was Uzama. No, it's Uzama.
0: Okay. Well, he kind of oozed all over the place, (laughs) and he was 17. (laughs) Then I had uh, Tommy Sweeney Todd, as you put in quotations. Uh, He didn't didn't fare too much better. He was uh, 20. Like you said, that uh, Dolphins-Bills game was tied in a uh three to three. So he didn't have that that magic of uh Dawson Knox. I think it's cause his name. Tommy Sweeney. Yeah. Dawson
1: Knox sounds like a football player. Dawson Knox sounds like a freaking guy who's coming with you know, he's coming with a boom, every play. Dawson, it's like Knox, Gunner, Thor, Robert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cooper speaking speaking <laughs> of Roberts, he came in with a ton of force on his own ACL, but Robert Tunyon. Was buying a tight end choice. He was coming in thirteen, and that was after leaving the game. I think it was the second quarter with a torn ACL. Oh, so God. he he was on pace to have a great game. Also it really was. Yeah. Robert, get better. You won't ever hear this, but get better.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. Absolutely. Our hearts go out to him. And on defense, uh, see Bruce. I picked the Steelers. They Calm were nine. I know. Uh, hey. Hey. <laughs> A and in to the league that I was looking at it was a technicality it worked out you had you had Michael what's his name Pittman Michael Pittman yeah. Jr. The guy that was second okay
1: he wasn't projected in the top 5 okay no, anyways okay. Okay. anyways <laughs> the Steelers did play lights out uh, I chose Atlanta it didn't pan out even though it, it looked great for a little bit but then all of a sudden the thing it just there wasn't any steam that was happening like yes they still played a decent game but they just didn't get fantasy points it's like the, the old
0: adage in high school, like uh, climbing the rope in gym. Oh, God. I know we never did that, but it I feels like I was the epitome of that. It could have been <laughs> in high school just like trying to climb a rope and I get halfway and I'm feeling confident. And then all of a sudden my, my forearms are on fire and you just start letting go. That was the Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons defense.
1: Goldmine game didn't really work out this week again. <clears throat> Washington and Denver kind of let us down a little bit. The only people you would have been okay with starting is pretty much JD McKissick and Melvin Gordon. I mean, yeah, those, those are the only people you would have started and been happy with. So I pooped the bed on that one. I'll, I'll, I'll attempt to be less bad next week. That's what matters. There we go. All righty. Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to a
0: quick commercial break and we'll be right back after this. <laughs> And welcome back to episode 50. We're going to get into the week eight recap here, starting off with the Thursday night thriller, the Green Bay Packers taking on the Arizona Cardinals. And uh, boy, was that a game. Classic Aaron Rodgers leading him down the field.
1: We said 24. that yeah. we we were saying like we were picking the Cardinals, but we wouldn't be shocked if the Packers won because it's Aaron freaking Rodgers. Exactly. And
0: Aaron had himself a day uh, you know, pretty, pretty well, no, he did not have himself a day. My bad, Aaron, sorry. Aaron Jones had himself a day. I mixed up the Aaron. So Aaron Jones had himself a day, 15 carries 50, 59 yards and a touchdown seven catches for yep. 51 yards. I believe that's a
1: team high 11 targets. Yep, He was the wide receiver one on that team.
0: Wow. Yeah, no, it's man. That's crazy. And Aaron Rodgers had a pretty so so game, and that's very understandable. He had his number one wide receiver out 22 of 37, 184, two touchdowns, but he did enough to win. It wasn't like the Arizona Cardinals' defense was the Packers had a sleeper or whatever. No,
1: the Packers had an amazing game plan. I mean, because you look down at A.J. Dillon, I mean, he had 16 carries for 78 yards. Like he looked really, really good in that game, and they had a game plan going into it, and they're just going, hey, you know what? we're going to run the ball 31 times, which is exactly what they did. And so I definitely think, you know, for dynasty purposes, AJ Dillon's a guy that you want to keep your eye on because I can feel this being like the Derrick Henry, DeMarco Murray situation. Once DeMarco finally left, Derrick Henry took over and was monster. I'm not saying he's the next Derrick Henry, but what I'm, I'm saying is that I feel like if you can acquire him, like as a throw in a trade, you should do that sooner rather than later because I think Aaron Jones signed through this year or sign through next year, and if my computer was working, I'd tell you, but I can't because my computer sucks. But then I think you look over at the Cardinal side. Uh, I'll just talk about DeAndre Hopkins because you know I pay attention to him the most because he's on my fantasy roster. Uh huh. Uh huh. But I mean, two catches on two targets for sixty-six yards. He reaggravated that hammy after the first monster catch. And fun fact for you, he kept putting himself in the game after that every now and then. Yeah, I saw
0: that. I was like. That's that's some grit right there. And Cliff Kingsbury was like, hey, gr- you can't do anything about it. Yeah, it's either grit or <laughs> it's put himself in there. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, because he's like, uh, hey, Cliff, I'm going in and he just walks out there. What are you gonna do? Like, no, DeAndre, no, stop. I, I'm i not standing. I'm not stopping late. DeAndre Hopkins.
0: Yeah. And uh, here, here's the um, interesting one. So James Conner doing what he does best. Five carries, 22 yards, two touchdowns and randall cobb like we said earlier three catches 15 yards two touchdowns that's the type of stat line i like to see dumb <laughs> between the two of them i mean come on uh, a.j green had a pretty decent day for himself five catches 50 yards he had the uh, the team high points there uh for the wide receivers at 10 points all right so moving into our next game here bit of a stinker um we had the Philadelphia Idols um, beat up on the Detroit Lions. Man, those poor
1: Lions. I was 40 46.
0: Yeah, yeah. Jared Goff needs to get his uh, needs to get it figured out. Um, he, who, no, is,
1: it, who's he throwing the ball to? It's TJ Hawkinson. And then who? Like genuinely?
0: I, I don't know. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, Jamar Jefferson um, was the uh, team <laughs> was the running back. No, he's the team high points besides TJ Hawkinson. Um, he had 12 points, two carries, six yards, and a touchdown. He had four catches for 23 yards. It's uh, he had the lone touchdown, but yeah, like you said, it's TJ Hawkinson and a bunch of spare parts right now. TJ Hawkinson had 10 catches of his 11 uh team yeah, high targets for 89 yards. So that it trade for you is looking good, yeah, yeah. Finally, so.
1: it felt really good.
0: Dallas Goddard had himself a day too. six catches for 72 yards. Uh, wide receivers, not so much, and then the uh, the running backs got it going there. Boston Scott, twelve carries, sixty yards, two touchdowns. Howard, twelve carries, fifty seven yards, two touchdowns, and Kenneth Gainwell had
1: thirteen carries for twenty seven yards. So, I, I want to say one thing about these running backs is because Boston Scott was the starter; he was the primary ball mover for the running back crew which was a shocker because it was, you know, everybody was thinking it was going to be Kenny Gainwell. I mean, even we said that, I think, you know, we should add him, but, you know, wouldn't be surprised if Boston Scott, you know, did something we anticipated to be like a 60, 40, 70, 30 split with Gainwell getting the majority, but here it was proving us entirely wrong. And then Jordan Howard even showed up to the party with, you know, 12 carries 57 yards and two touchdowns. So I'm really confused as to what, you know, the Philadelphia coaching staff is doing because you just spent, what was it like a second, a third round pick on Kenneth Gainwell this year Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, there's something like that. And you're not even attempting to give him a shot to do anything that either says more about the coaching staff or more about the player. And I mean, I don't know. Kenny Gainwell was getting used in recent weeks and all of a sudden he's third on the death chart.
0: Yeah, but, I, I i mean, the positive thing is he had he had the most carries out of the running backs. He just wasn't
1: getting the yardage. But it all happened in garbage time when it was like 40, 38 yeah, to nothing that, or whatever. True. That's true. Well, he that's came in with point. Gardner Minshew. That's a good point. So, well, you know, maybe
0: they're thinking they may make the switch here. I mean, it wasn't no, like Jalen was lighting it up. He was 9 of
1: 14 attempts, 103 yards. I mean, it's not like he had to throw the ball. Yeah, but the, exactly. He didn't have to throw the ball. So, I think this this game, the only thing you should really – take some stock into, I think is the Philadelphia running backs and, you know, keep starting Dallas Goddard. But other than that, there's nothing really that changed. I would rather have Boston Scott over the other two running backs, but I feel like, you know, other than that, this game is just a wash. You move on. righty. So the
0: next game was a thriller that none of us got to see. Cause I don't have Sunday NFL ticket, but yep. we got a sponsor. All right. So everyone keeps sharing this thing out there. Okay. Because uh, your boy's got to become, you know, smarter. And the way that we do that is through research <laughs> and, you know, having money for bigger TVs and more TVs and Sunday NFL ticket. But, hey, if we get sponsorships, we're friends yeah. with all you people. Yeah. So y'all Look. can come over. You know, we can have a party. You know, as long as you bring the guacamole, I'll bring the chips. It's all going to be good. I'm in. Uh, but then I have to tell my wife about it, and I don't know how that's going to work out. Hey, I hey. have 16 people coming over. Yeah, hey, he'll be fine. <laughs> Alrighty, so the New York Jets, the New York Jets, after getting killed by the Patriots last week, pulled off the upset of the week against the AFC number one seed, Cincinnati Bengals, thirty-four to thirty-one. Oh, Mike White,
1: man, Mike freaking White, thirty-seven. Their number, <laughs> their number two overall pick, Mike freaking White, right? That's the guy. No, no, he's oh, a free man, agent. yeah, so close. Yeah. Good God, what are they going to do? 37 of 45,
0: 405, Oof. three touchdowns. He had two interceptions.
1: One but... of those was not his fault in the slightest. It bounced really. off of Michael Carter's face, okay? Speaking of Michael Carter, 15 yeah, carries, 77
0: yards, and a touchdown, nine Oof. catches of his team high, 14 targets, Oof, 95 yards. And your boy, Jameson Crowder, came alive once again. He does this every month. That's like a again, werewolf. Must be like a quarterly checkup for him. Uh, he had a two point <laughs> conversion, eight. Of his nine catches, or sorry, eight of his nine, he caught eight of his nine targets for eighty-four go. yards. Got it out. Words are hard. <laughs> Elijah Moore finally showed up a little bit, and he's kind of got some steam going here. The last couple of weeks, he had one carry for four yards, and he caught all six of his passes for sixty-seven yards. So this this team is kind of I, I don't know if they're figuring it out. Obviously, we need some more consistency out of the Jets, but just the fact that they beat the Bengals,
1: and the Bengals are showing that they're the Bengals, and. I feel like yeah, big exactly. Who are they? Because I feel like this is kind of their MO because like they just lost to the Jets. Okay. They just got some steam. They were the number one overall seed in the AFC. And then they lost to the Jets. I feel like this is on the Bengals coaching staff for not, you know, reinforcing, like, yes, we're playing the New York Jets, but they're still an NFL team filled with high quality athletes and high caliber players. So I feel like um, this is more of a letdown game. And I'm very interested to see what's going to happen with the Bengals next week, whenever they play, because let's see here. So next week they're strutting up against the Cleveland Browns. Okay. They're, you're, they're, that's a they're, big they're, game for both yeah, teams. They're going to come out either pissed off and on fire and just lighten the world, world of flame, maybe another 200 yard Jamar chase game where you can hear me sing, or I really feel like they're going to fall flat on their face and just be the Bengals of old. Yeah. And that's, that's, what's going to be telling about this young team.
0: Uh, Joe Mixon had a good game. He had 14 carries for 33 yards and a touchdown. He had four catches for 58 yards and another touchdown. So that was how he was able to gain a lot of his production there. Tyler Boyd had himself a day. He had a pass for 46 yards. He caught five of his eight passes for 69 yards and a touchdown. Higgins had a good game. So it wasn't like the Bengals played bad. It was just I, feel I like don't know. I feel like it's an anomaly, and it just exactly
1: happens. stuff I, happens. I feel like this was more of a defensive letdown because the offense put up 31 points. Okay, yep. and Joe Burrow, you know, I think he's he didn't throw for 300 yards, but yet he's establishing himself. As you start him every week, I don't care who he plays. I mean, he is the main. He is going to be the way that they get the ball on the field. Because in yeah, like Jamar Chase, he didn't have that great of a day. He dropped the touchdown pass, but yet he still caught one. Taylor got a text for it. I mean, he had three catches for 32 yards and a touchdown. You're not going to sit him. I don't care what you do unless he does, you know, take away the touchdown. Yeah, I'd be a little bit more concerned, but you're still not going to sit him. He's the number two overall wide receiver in, PP, in half PPR leagues right now and the number 11 player overall, okay? You're not sitting him. Jamar Chase, like Taylor, has smashed the table saying since April, he is who he thought we were, who we thought he is, okay? He is amazing. Do not sit him.
0: Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. There's, there's nothing to add on that. I, I, I feel good about the praise. So I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna move into the next game here. Kind of Gross. a, kind of a clunker here. The Gross. Carolina Panthers won 19 to 13 against the Atlanta Falcons. It was uh, what you thought it was. Cordell Patterson doing his thing. That was it. And for the um, Atlanta offense. That was yeah, that freaking was, it. That was pretty much it. And then on the uh, <laughs> Panthers side, <laughs> it was yeah. It was Cuba. Ch-
1: yeah. doing his
0: thing. Twenty-four right. carries, yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, that's
1: that's about it. It's not about it. It was not a great game. DJ Moore had four catches on eight targets for fifty-nine yards. And this has been the problem with DJ Moore's career: is it's just been the quarterback who's getting in the ball. Like when Sam Darnold was flinging yep. it to him those first three games, it was like, okay, this is the emergence of a top twelve dynasty wide receiver. But now, ever since great. then, <laughs> yeah, now ever since then, it's like, okay, maybe he's top twenty-four. Hopefully. because you just don't know what's going to happen with his quarterback position. So they need to get that thing situated out. And as a Sam Donald believer, it's time to move on. I really think so. Okay. He doesn't have it. Like you said, I mean, it was October 31st, so maybe he was seeing ghosts all over that field or something, but I just think it's, it's time to move on. And we all just wait with bated breath for Christian McCaffrey to come back because I really feel like, because since Christian McCaffrey has gone out and he's been out for what, five games now, yeah, I believe it so. was it was the Dallas game where he got hurt, right? So it was the Philadelphia yeah. game. So Sam Darnold stats since Christian McCaffrey has been out nine fantasy points, 16 fantasy points, three fantasy points, 11 fantasy points. And so you just look at it and it's this entire offense was built around CMC. And when he's not there, the entire offense struggles mightily.
0: Yeah. And moving on to our next game here, we have the Los Angeles Rams and the Houston Texans. Uh, Rams won 38 to 22. Matthew Stafford doing Matthew Stafford things, Daryl Henderson doing his thing, Mm, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods kind of mixing in there. The Rams were who we thought they were and uh (laughs) kicking some butt. And then uh, Davis Mills for the Texans had himself a day 29 to 38, 310, two TDs. Man, and uh, Burke. Burkhead had a pretty decent game. And then Brandon cooks, like we said, he is the only viable consistent starter for the Texans mm-hmm. six of six, 83 yards and a touchdown. He had the uh, team high targets there for the Texans, but uh, yeah, I don't really know what more to say about the Rams other than, you know, they just traded you, for Von Miller. That. This is a super bowl contending team. I can't wait to see the Rams versus the Cardinals in the playoffs.
1: Yep. It's, it's going to be a fun one. And uh, I, I think, and, Taylor, do you think Davis Mills has made this interesting to see if he's going to stay the starting quarterback over Terod whenever he comes back, or do you think they slip Terod right in there? I don't know. I think he's made it interesting because he's able
0: to get the ball down the field, but maybe because they're so far
1: behind, they just go on a pre defense, so I don't really know what we're seeing here. They were down like 28 to nothing. This game was not as close as it comes across, okay? I think the Rams trotted in there, you know, started playing really safe after they were up like 28 to nothing, and so they're like, I don't care what they do. But Daryl Henderson, by the way, number 11 uh, running back. Move on with Corfield. Yeah. And moving on because,
0: you know, Cooper Cup did his thing. <laughs> seven of uh, seven catches, 115 yards and a touchdown. Yep. Yep. That's, uh, that's Cooper Cup doing his thing. All right. Moving into the overtime thriller. We had the Tennessee Titans taking on the Indianapolis Colts. The Titans won thirty-four to thirty-one, but they may have lost the war with yeah. their top general, Oof. five-star general, the Predator himself, Derek Henry, going down with a knee injury. And like we said earlier foot. in the first half,
1: foot injury. He, oh, broke, sorry, he, foot he injury. broke his fifth metatarsal. <sighs> That's not an no. easy one to heal either. Nope, health career. And, he's he's out yeah. for six six to ten weeks.
0: And, and as a health professional like yourself and and me who took anatomy we know <laughs> i like i like your uh, how, credential how how difficult is it for the foot to heal because the blood supply correct the lack of blood it,
1: supply there right i think it, i think with you know predator himself what's going to happen is if it's actually broken and there's like a legit fracture that's there they're going to have to go in because what i was uh reading and listening to earlier is the fracture is closer to like the ball of the foot so right where your big toe right where your pinky your pinky toe comes in and meets like the rest of your feet that right there is the bone that's broken it's broken up high and so that's kind of a high pressure area so you want to take that a little bit slower once again not a doctor haven't seen x-rays haven't seen or anything total off the top of my dome here but i think it's going to be close for the 10-week aspect of things because derrick henry is you know he's a train it takes him a second to get going but once he gets going he's hard to stop yeah, but he's the like thing a Clydesdale
0: is, Clydesdale from the Budweiser, the Clydesdale. Oh just, God, yeah, so oh glorious.
1: <laughs> so he broke his foot, went out, got it looked at, and then came back in, and there was a visible change and a visible difference. Oh yeah. So I think that he's going to be on the shelf for the rest of the fantasy season as Derrick Henry managers everywhere sob and wail and you know rip their clothes and everything just in sadness.
0: Well, I think another reason it, he didn't look the same was because the Toradol shot didn't uh, didn't go into didn't kick in. You know. Anyways, uh, moving on. <laughs> had to get that in there. A.J. Brown uh, had 10 catches of his team high, 11 targets for 155 yards and a touchdown. Woo! Man, Ugh. is he back. And uh, like you said, Michael Pittman, 10 catches, 86 yards and two touchdowns Ugh. for the Colts. And then uh, a little swammy tied in, <laughs> four catches, 23 yards and a touchdown. He had himself 12 points in the uh, Empire League. Uh-huh. Him, a little swammy. I'm a call back there for anchorman for all you young folk out there. Oh my God. That's me. <laughs> We're not young Jacob. We're on the back half of our shut 20s. Up, you
1: shut your dang mouth. Hey, in shut Roman me. times, we would be dead in three years. Okay. Listen, Just you shut your mouth out. when you're talking to me. Okay. I am still a young blood at heart, <laughs> but I oh. mean, there's, there's nothing crazy in that game. You you're going to start people. The only thing you're kind of in limbo is with the Derek Henry. I think you pick up Jeremy McNichols because he's been with the team you start him if you need to, if you don't, you wait and see what happens or you do what I do, what I'm going to do. I'm probably going to trade him to Austin because he needs running backs. and I don't.
0: Yeah. And of course, you know, Jonathan Taylor did Jonathan Taylor things, mm-hmm. uh, believe Yeah. Of course he had over a hundred yards total. All right. So moving into, oops. Oh shoot. I lost my place. Oh, Uh-oh. there it is. All right. There we go. There we go. Uh, uh, here we go. All right. See Bruce. All right. Here we go. Here you go, man.
1: Yep. So get your, get your towel out. Start with you.
0: Yep. Steelers won 15 to 10. It was a bit of a clunker, but they got the job done. Najee Harris. 26 carries, 91 yards, looking good again. Three catches. Um, that's a little less than the 19 targets I'm used to seeing, but, uh, it's okay. It's It's all right. (laughs) Uh, Deontay Johnson, you know, had himself a day, six catches for 98 yards for a team high 13 targets. So obviously he's going to continue to produce Mm -hmm. same thing with Chase Claypool and, uh, James Washington. I don't understand why they don't get him more into the offense.
1: Honestly, I I I think just because him and Chase Claypool fill the same role in that offense they're just trying to figure out a way to survive. I think right now. His targets went to Pat Frymouth. That's what happened. Yeah, well, I I feel like Pat Frymouth has taken all the Juju Smith-Schuster targets since he's been out. And I think that you're going to see Pat Frymouth being a a startable tight end on every week. When you flip over and look at Cleveland, just gross. They were suffocated by a good Pittsburgh defense all game Mm -hmm. long. Nobody did anything. I mean, even Dearness Johnson, I mean, he, he had a touchdown. But other than that, you're in tears if you started him. Nick Chubb didn't sink you, but it didn't feel great if you started him. So I think I'm. And this this offense kind of scares me. Just saying.
0: Yeah. No. For sure. And and Cleveland looks terrible. Uh, Baker's clearly still visibly injured. Um, Nick Chubb is coming back, and I don't I don't know what this team is going to do. Like you said, the Browns and Bengals game next week is huge mm-hmm. implications for both team seasons. Give me the Bengals. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's it's going to be interesting and watch out for that on episode 51 for Thursday. All right, moving into our next game here at the San Francisco 49ers beating the Bears 33 to 22. Jimmy G coming alive 17 to 28, 322. And he looked he looked like he was the captain of that ship. And uh, he's like, I'm not going quietly into the night. Kyle Shanahan, I'm taking the reins back, dad (laughs) gummit.
1: is it? I'll challenge you for the most attractive male on this team. It's me, dang it. My nickname is Jimmy GQ in circles. It's always me. Look at this jawline. I am That's a starting right quarterback. <laughs> Jimmy G had himself a game, like you said, 322 yards. On 17 you know, completions, which is low, but at the same time, whatever. He's still got 322 yards. Elijah Mitchell, I think, you know, he is he is running back one for San Francisco. He had 18 carries for a buck, 37, and a touchdown. Uh, Debo Samuel just continues on his just – devastation terror which confuses me but you know it's whatever because i think he had one catch off of a screen pass went for like 80 yards when he needed 81 for a touchdown so that's why jimmy g and his numbers are kind of inflated a little bit but you're not sitting debo samuel he's the number three overall wide receiver you just you start him every week
0: and there was a brandon uh sighting, so that was that was interesting Four there was four of them
1: He caught four passes. Four.
0: There was four. Let's see if we can get that going. But uh Alan Robinson, three catches for 22 yards. You're killing yes. me. Yes,
1: drop him. You're killing me. All right. I don't even think you on. can tra- I don't, I don't, I don't, hold on. I don't think you can trade him in no. dynasty leagues because nobody wants him. No, no, I'm disgusted and we're moving on to the next game because I'm i done you know with. What, it. You want to talk about Justin Fields like having 103 rushing yards, taking the Lamar Jackson approach. He,
0: he's well, I mean, what else is he
1: supposed to do? He's running for his life back there. Hey, I think it's ironic that this is the game where the Chicago Bears have looked the best on offense and Matt Nagy was out with COVID. I'm not saying that these two Are things aren't X-files related. This? <laughs> I'm not saying these two things aren't related, but what I'm not not saying is that they're not related. <laughs> we need to put that up in a poll. Does Justin Fields play
0: better without Matt Nagy? Yes or no?
1: <laughs> Might as well just say, does Matt
0: Nagy suck? Yes or Yes. So how quickly do you think the Bears fire Matt Nagy and hire Eric Bienema? Because they're like, ooh, this Kansas City coordinator didn't do good. Let's get
1: Eric Bienema. If they're not already thinking about it, then I think they're wrong. But we can talk about that after it happens in week 11. All righty.
0: So moving on to uh, all right, the floor is yours here. <laughs> Buffalo Bills won twenty six to eleven Ooh. against Miami Dolphins. They were in a struggle there. It was tied three to three, and then uh, that happened twenty six to
1: eleven. I'm uh, I'm just gonna let you know, Taylor. You're not gonna like this because I feel like it's time to downgrade Stephon Diggs to no longer a top twelve wide receiver. He scored a touchdown, though. <laughs> okay, exactly. But he needed a touchdown to still be second on his team. In points, okay. But it's a touchdown though. Cole Beasley had 10 catches on 13 targets for a buck ten. Okay. Like I feel like because Josh Allen has taken that next step as a quarterback, yeah, he is spreading the ball around. So he's I feel like feeding digs. Exactly. It's no longer to Stefan Diggs or nobody else. So well, I scored feel like a touchdown. It's okay. He, he it's he okay. He scored a touchdown. that's it could be a consolation prize, but I think it's to downgrade. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> But I, I just think of those passing options, Cole Beasley's the most consistent one. I mean, he might be the wide receiver 34 on the field, but that's because I think he got injured against Kansas City and against Houston. They played Houston, so he didn't have to do much.
0: Yeah, no, he, he, they definitely need to keep feeding him the ball. And then on the Dolphins side, Devontae Parker played great. Eight catches yeah, for 85 yards. Did. Jalen Waddell. Four of his 12 targets, 29 yards. Should we be concerned, or is it just kind of rookie working through rookie stuff?
1: Nope. Just start him next week because he's going to do it. I mean, he's going to have good weeks, bad weeks. He's a great flex play.
0: All righty. And then um, the next game we have here, we have the Seahawks beating the Jacksonville Jaguars, shellacking them. Hmm? Sad face. Oh, yeah. Uh, 31-7. to Geno Smith lit it up. Twenty of twenty-four, one ninety-five, two touchdowns, two carries, eight yards, and another touchdown. So it was. He had three total touchdowns. That looked like the Geno Smith from West Virginia against the Jaguars out there, <laughs> um, man. And uh, James Robinson, there's concern there. He only had four four he had carries. A
1: foot injury. I know. I we it can was keep an it was eye on it. And you keep season an ending, but now he's day to day. I think he'll be okay. But if you do have him on your teams, go ahead and pick up Carlos Hyde just in case, even though they are playing Buffalo next week, which is a gross matchup. If you absolutely need it, you absolutely need it. And the um,
0: the uh, magical carriage uh, may be turning into a pumpkin again because it, it was October 31st. I'm not saying, but Tyler Lockett blew up 12 of 13 targets, 142 yards. DK Metcalf, 6 of 6, 43 yards and two touchdowns. So, Jacob. It's the end of October. They they, they squeezed whatever toothpaste Trade they him. had left, you know, figuring Trade it out. Him. You, gotta, yeah, in,
1: you, you got to get him in fantasy football. Trade him. Uh, Dan Arnold, eight catches on ten targets. He is a constant involvement in that offense since he got there. He's a tight end. If you start him on any given week, you probably won't hate yourself.
0: All righty. And then moving into another matchup. They end up turning into being a very Bill belichick ass game. Um, the New England Patriots beat the Los Angeles Chargers 27-24 to 24. Um, Justin Herbert and Mac Jones had the exact identical completion percentage 18 of 35 Mac Jones had 218 yards he had a two point conversion Justin Herbert had 223 yards two touchdowns but he also had two turnovers
1: one of those it picks carries. Mike Williams looked the entire wrong way I think yeah and so, like, yeah. I kind of, I kind of want to put one on Mike Williams, but it wasn't his greatest showing. Uh, Austin Eckler, you just, you, he, you love to see it. The number two overall running back, he, he, it feels great. Okay, it just feels good. Eleven carries, 64 yards and a touchdown. Six catches for sixty. Keenan Allen had a game: six of eleven for seventy-seven and a touchdown. Yeah, they force fed him. I love yeah, it. Mike Williams <laughs> did not have a game. He had uh, two catches for two catches on five targets for nineteen yards. Don't panic just yet with Mike Williams. I know it's been a couple of clunkers in a row, but at the same time, I feel like if he does this against Philadelphia and Minnesota, I'm no longer starting him every week. Like next week, if he has a crap game. I'm going to be sketchy getting starting him against Minnesota, but I'm going to do it. But if he sucks against Minnesota, I'm going to bench him.
0: Well, I, I honestly think it, it's a Bill Belichick defense. It's Bill and Steve Belichick. They do what they always do, which is we're going to take away the thing that you're best at. So this Mike Williams and 140 yards crap, we're taking it away. You're going to have to figure out how to beat us another way. So they they did what they do best. They go to Keenan Allen. They're trying to force feed. They're going to Austin Eckler. And it was close. But once again, it's like the Patriots continue to claw back into this thing. They're four and four. Jacob, what is going on?
1: I hate Bill Belichick. <laughs> I hate Bill Belichick. <laughs> I hate him. It's so good.
0: They have found their quarterback with Mac Jones. I mean, it's just like, hey, we're not going to be great on offense. We're going to let our defense eat, and we're going to figure out how to get, get into this thing. We're going to figure out how to get to the playoffs because I am Bill Belichick, and I am immortal, and I sold my soul because I am coming for Tom. Gosh, oh, oh I want that so bad. I know it's not going to probably happen. So that's a if, little far. <laughs> but, I mean, like, think about it. If you have Mac Jones going in there, starting another dynasty with Bill Belichick, being in the Tom role, going against Tom Brady, the GOAT. I mean, come on. That is the storybook ending we need. Did the you Bucks already have versus the Patriots?
1: Did you already have that drink you were talking about earlier? Because that seems like a pretty drunk dream right there.
0: No, but I'm about to get a stiff
1: drink because uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to talk about your uh, goldmine game of the week. Um, yeah, it wasn't a gold mine. It was another, like you went into the mine and you discovered it was actually a sewage shaft from a city above you. I am apologizing yeah. for nothing.
0: What is, what is going on with the Washington football team? Tyler Haneke is, is doing his stuff. And then you have McKissick being the lead running back. He had three carries for 10 yards. He had eight catches for 83 yards. So a lot of uh, probably screen passes there to, uh, from Taylor Haneke because he's just like trying to get rid of the ball. Cause he's like, I'm done with it. Antonio Gibson, either he needs to get healthy or they need to figure out how to feed him the ball more. Eight carries for 34, 34 yards is unacceptable for a running back that went top two rounds. I, I mean, it's unexcusable. And then on the uh, wide receiver side, we had uh, DeAndre Carter, three catches, 51 yards, and a touchdown. Ignore uh, McCl- it. Yeah, McLaurin had a team high seven tar- What? No, it wasn't team high. But he, he caught three of his seven targets for twenty three yards. You know, it's like, eh. but yeah, it's it's like we said, it's just yeah, it gross. It, yeah it's gross. Melvin Gordon had okay. a good game though. Yeah,
1: yeah, you just start Melvin Gordon. Uh, I'm kind of done considering Javante Williams until he does something crazy. Melvin Gordon is, I think they're clearly, it's clearly telling us that he is their guy. Um, so just keep starting him with the wide receivers. I feel like you just kind of, you know, Jerry Judy Cortland Sutton Tim Patrick. You just, you kind of it's like a very bad version of the Tampa Bay offense, you know, where you have one of three guys that can pop off. So since it's a very bad version of it, I don't know if I want to buy into all three. If I had to put my money on a horse, I would probably stick with Cortland Sutton, but that's just kind of my take on it. I think Jerry Judy will evolve as the year goes on, but I'll take Cortland Sutton as the wide receiver one for the Broncos. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you.
0: All right. So moving into our next game here, which was the, uh, probably the, the, the big, uh, Sunday mid-matinee game that everyone watched, which was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the New Orleans Saints. Tom Brady is um uh, mortal, but that doesn't mean he's not going down without a fight. 28 of 40, 375, four touchdowns. He did have the two turnovers. So he's now, I think they said eight turnovers over the last three games against the Saints. So whatever they like think about. Yeah. Um, Jameis Winston went down, uh, knee injury. He's out for the season. Trevor Simeon played admirably, a little bit. Like we said, Taysom Hill looks to be the, uh, starter going into week nine. Alvin Kamara had himself a really good game. 19 carries 61 yards and a touchdown. He caught three of his four targets for 15 yards. And then for the wide receivers, uh, they definitely kind of divvied it up there uh, for the New Orleans side. But on the Tampa Bay side, you know, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, doing their thing, and uh, Rob Gronkowski was back, but he only had one target. So that that may be concerning, but I think it's honestly just him getting back into things and they saw how the game was going.
1: Like, all right, Rob, we're just going to shut you down. Let's get you ready for the playoffs. They stopped him from playing due to back spasms, I think. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think, you know, the biggest takeaway from this game is honestly, I, th- I do think it's time to downgrade, al- downgrade Alvin Kamara just a touch because it's just that hyper efficiency that I was talking about in the preseason that I believed wouldn't be there is not there. Yes, he's still number seven overall running back right now. A lot of that's just based off having, you know, 10 catches and a touchdown in his last game, you know. So while that high proficiency has gone down, I still think he, you know, you're still starting him every week. Okay. This isn't me saying bench him. This is me saying kind of lower your expectations a little bit, but other than that, nothing on this game jumps out at all.
0: Oh, breaking news. This just in Dak Prescott is a full goal for Thursday's practice. So speaking of the Cowboys, as we move into that, um, yeah, he's a full go for practice. Uh, this coming week as, uh, are the Cowboys on a bye week e, No,
1: they, no, they, they were, they are on bye week seven. Yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah. Uh, speaking of the Cowboys, the Cowboys beat the Vikings 20 to 16. That, that was a very highly contested defensive game. Uh, but yeah. So Cooper rush had a pretty good game considering it was a backup played admirably 24, 43, 25 and two touchdowns. Uh, Amari Cooper. Eight catches, 122 yards, and a touchdown. Um, and then we had Cedric Wilson. Man, this dude is a, is a free agent, but he he may be something to look at on the waiver wire as we get deeper in. He had a one. He had a pass for 35 yards. He had three catches for 84 yards and a touchdown. CD Lamb had himself a day too. Six catches for 112 yards. Man, CD Lamb. He's he's really. He's proven himself there, and with Cedric Wilson, I mean, come on! And they don't have Michael Gallup right now. If he's able to come back, uh, but is he out for the season? I can't remember. No, he should be back either this week or the, or the following week. So, giving them options, and in the backfield, you have Zeke and Tony Pollard doing the split there. You know, Zeke had a pretty so-so game: sixteen carries for fifty yards, four catches for
1: twenty-three. What I kind of see from this box score, I kind of it kind of looks like to me that. The Cowboys sold out to stop the run. And the same thing with the Vikings. looks like they just kind of put everybody in the box and said, if you're going to beat us, you're going to throw it over over the top, which the Cowboys did. The Vikings, not so much. I mean, Adam Thielen had a decent game, six catches on nine targets for 78 yards and a touchdown. But I do think it's time to call Trayvon Diggs a shutdown corner. He locked up Justin Jefferson, who only had two catches for 21 yards, when he was averaging 80-plus yards every game. So I do think it's time to start kind of evaluating whoever plays Dallas Whoever you know Trayvon Diggs is supposed to cover, I think you mentally downgrade them a couple points from what their projection is, just because he's really, really good. But I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not ready to call him lockup yet. But yeah. he's like two steps away, because I mean we've had this conversation. I wasn't the biggest believer in Justin Jefferson coming into this year, so like seeing this, I'm like, yeah, like it's a great, it's a great game. But I'm not gonna sit here and call him lockup because he shut down. Justin Jefferson, a guy that I wasn't like, you know, over the moon for. So and next week they play Denver. There's not really an obvious number one there. It might might be Cortland Sutton. And they play Kansas City. If he walks up Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey, whichever one they have him on, then I'll believe it. Because those guys are legit. But we can can talk about that week 11 when it happens.
0: Yeah, and Adam Thielen had himself a pretty good game. Six catches for 78 yards and a touchdown. So... The Vikings are three and four, but like I've said before, and I'll continue to say with Kirk cousins, he's going to do just enough to keep, keep this interesting. And I think that's exactly what's going to keep with the Vikings. And so moving into next week, don't, don't count the Vikings out because they'll do something crazy again. And Dalvin cook will have himself a day. I mean, he had 18 carries for 78 yards, uh, no touchdowns, but that doesn't mean he can't have eighteen carries for one hundred and twenty-four yards and two touchdowns. I mean, it's just kind of the way the weeks go. So keep an outlook for that. And with that, that is our week eight recap,
1: Jacob. Oh, survived. Just also fun fact for you: remember how I said Daryl Henderson had number one running back potential? Yeah. Uh-huh. He was number three. Wow. I'm not that crazy, even though no. my hair is kind of all over the place.
0: No, no, we are not crazy, though. Though we may seem it right now, but it's just a case of the. The Mondays,
1: case of the Mondays,
0: sugar rush. What uh, what what movie is that from, Jacob? I don't know. Office Space. Come on now.
1: Okay, listen. I haven't seen that movie in for forever in a day. Okay, <laughs> don't judge me for it. All right.
0: All righty. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to say thank you. Thank you so much for listening to us. Please uh rate and review wherever you're listening to us. Please subscribe at places such as spotify anchor apple podcast google podcast overcast breaker Castbox, pocket cast radio public and stitcher it seems like we've gained so many different types of distribution inside. i mean i
1: just i just hope that they keep listening and keep giving us you know keep, keep allowing us to do this that way we can eventually get the direct tv and like the 12 tvs But if you want to just like, you know, send us like, you know, say like, hey, look, I'm a millionaire and I want to send you guys all the money for it. We'll happily take your Venmo. You can give us your information on Twitter at Misfit underscore FF, or you can email it to us at the.misfit.ff at gmail.com, where we're still, you know, waiting in the shadows for that sopapea cheesecake recipe. I'm just saying uh, we we need that. Also, uh, if you live in the northern part of the world, it's time to start dressing warm muskogee you know tulsa's high tomorrow is a balmy 45 degrees i think i'm gonna be putting on a jacket for the first time this year oh wow then, uh, taylor for you uh keep keep wearing that athletic wear for those 80s in november yeah gross yeah it was 80 degrees today uh it'll be gross. raining tomorrow so it'll be a high of
0: 61 it'll be in the Ooh, 40s in the morning so frigid. <laughs> yeah might layer up yeah i may i, I may just do that and uh yeah, if there is a millionaire out there, we we're still looking at doing that Pittsburgh fan review with C. Bruce podcast, and maybe starting up a Kelton's crazies talking about crazy trades. Like that's what I want. It's just like a three to five minute podcast, like talking about what the crazy thing is coming up for the week. That's what I want. I want a segment with Kelton. We got to figure it out. We need to get him on here. Do do three minutes because I'm I want to understand his thought process between this and the fact that you just sent him a text going are you feeling crazy
1: and he's like
0: basically what happened <laughs> i mean come on now
1: he worked out for me he he got some players to compete this week all right um, like i'm not horrible. saying he didn't uh, carson Wentz may end up being a top 12 quarterback yeah and christian mccaffrey might be the number one overall running back with devonta adams tyree killed darren waller Dak prescott tom brady on the same roster yeah <laughs> Oh, man, uh, sorry. Well,
0: keep on a lookout there. Everyone, <laughs> make sure you're checking your waiver wires, making sure everything's good to go as we are moving into the second half. Potentially, we're, we're right on the cusp of what is going to be moving into the uh, quick I'm, second half.
1: Yes, Danny Green, it's time to start talking about playoffs. Playoffs? Okay. Playoffs!
0: All righty. Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, wait, hold up a sec. It wasn't
1: Danny it Green. It was Herm Edwards. Shut up.
0: No, it was Jim Mora. I thought it was Herm.
1: I'm tired. I need some food. Let's no, get no, out of no, here. No, Her, Herm Edwards was, you play to win the game. Okay, that's right. I'm still hungry. I have No,
0: I'm food. hungry, Jim. So I'm about to go eat a pizza. All right. With that, Foods ladies and gentlemen, yep. peace out. Deuces.
1: <laughs>